1: So you and I used to be really diligent gym buddies and would always Mm -hmm. keep each other accountable with like our eating habits and working out regularly yeah um going to the gym together yeah it was literally the best and Mm -hmm. we haven't been able to do that in a long time obviously but recently we started motivating each other again to Mm -hmm. work out and to eat better
2: yeah, we just text each other all day long and <laughs> we'll send pictures of like what we're eating and what we did to work out. Um, but you'd be really proud of me today, my coworkers. And so I just started this new job. So like any sort of social interaction with them, I want to have, you know, because just to, you know, build a relationship with them. right? And they were all going out to eat for lunch and they were like, hey, you want to come out to lunch with us? And I'm thinking, oh, no, like probably isn't going to have many healthy options whatever but I'm like yeah sure I'll go and I went and I got a salad (laughs) with like dressing on the side and everything and so I was really proud of myself because it was like a home cooking kind of restaurant so I could have easily gotten like a sandwich or something like
1: that but I made healthy options (laughs) that's awesome that's so great (laughs) i mean it's
2: so (laughs) great
1: no i mean like i'm proud of you for doing that it's hard to do it's hard like i've been i basically like cut out all all carbs Mm. and so i mean like i i'll have like there's a couple fruits that i'll eat um and like some carbs are just like in things but like i'm not eating mm-hmm. any breads or like having any dessert which is like uh, so hard dessert is like my like i for me yeah. to feel like a day is finished almost i feel like i need mm-hmm. to have like my little my little dessert my like sweet treat at the end of the mm-hmm. day and so i haven't been doing that anyways i'm the
2: same way it's hard cutting out it's carbs hard. is really hard but i i've heard people get good results from it so
1: yeah so that's yeah, what we're but doing we've been
2: doing that yeah so proud of us
1: <laughs> it's been fun it's been fun to yeah. motivate each other it has yeah so on a healthy note of uh beginning the episode
2: <laughs> <Yes>. uh
1: <laughs> welcome back guys
2: yeah welcome back i'm kayla and i'm bethany and this is standing bts yes Yeah, welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS.
1: What a wonderful hour it is too. But disclaimer, this is an informative fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way.
2: Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast though, so if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you.
1: Totally. But if you're down for some, who else is really far behind in Run BTS? Because for some reason, I cannot keep up.
2: I am on the same page <laughs> as you. I cannot keep up with Run BTS. I, I think I mostly just end up watching like clips that people post on Twitter mm-hmm. or on Instagram or whatever. And so I see like the really funny, cute moments, and I keep thinking, "Oh my gosh, this episode looks so fun! I should watch it." And then I like, I've just gotten so far behind.
1: I'm like almost the opposite where I see clips on Twitter or Instagram and I'm like oh no like I don't want to watch I don't want to spoil watching the oh, episode really? and <laughs> then I don't watch the episode like I just like uh, get too busy and forget to do it so I'm so far yeah. behind yeah me too
2: or <laughs> I seriously cannot stop watching Young's new VCR oh my god no literally uh, the whole i thought the first one was fucking phenomenal but this one's even better Ugh. i just can't deal with Young. he's just too sexy
1: you've literally watched it probably five times just when you and i have been facetiming mm-hmm. in the past couple days oh yeah yeah
2: easily at
1: least <laughs> <laughs> So if you're down for all of that, then you're in the right place. Uh, Since the Speak Yourself tour has come to an end, today we're wrapping up and reflecting over the Love Yourself era. We're also going to theorize about BTS's next comeback. But before we get into it, we want to thank you, wonderful, amazing armies, for being here and for supporting us. If you're a fan of this podcast and you want to show your support for us, you can do that by telling people about us on social media and by writing a review wherever you listen. Then, if you want to go above and beyond and show us some extra support, you can do that by donating monthly to our Patreon at patreon.com standingbts.
2: Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash stainingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out weekly episodes. Any type of support you guys have to offer is super appreciated. Mm-hmm. We just are so glad you're here listening. Uh, but do remember that our show notes are now being posted on Patreon for patrons of $1 a month or more. And of course, for patrons of $5, 10 and $15 a month, you guys have access to behind the scenes footage of our research, reactions to videos, and personalized messages.
1: Yeah, so thank you guys for being our patrons, and thanks for for being here today. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's get into our content of the week. Uh, This week, my content of the week is the uh, 2019 Festa family portrait shooting number two. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. This video is basically just behind the scenes of that photo shoot, uh, and we get to see kind of little moments of every member, and then we also see the ending where they're all taking group photos, which are amazing mm-hmm. and uh just if yeah. you haven't seen it yet would highly recommend it's a watching. great
2: it's a great bantan tv video that they've got mm-hmm. on there yeah you guys yeah. should check it out um my content of the week is bts seasons greetings 2020 yes. this one they're all in just such cute colorful vibrant colors in these outfits and I don't know there's like a bunch of like namjin too of just like them next to each other and it's just the whole thing is really really cute mm-hmm. um which I might end up getting the season's greetings I have one of them I don't know which one I have but I have one of them
1: <laughs> I know you have one and then this one I've I've kind of been thinking about wanting to get also but it's like it's so expensive it's it so expensive. expensive with the shipping too it's it's a lot. Yeah. So.
2: I got, like, a hand fan with mine. Damn. You know, like, one of those, like, nice ones that, you know, mm-hmm. you have to put a battery in it, but... was cool. It was nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting that. And, like, yeah. the actual photo shoots that they take and stuff, you get, like, these this beautiful book just full of a bunch of pictures of them. So, it's worth it.
1: Yeah. It's worth the yeah, money. Yeah, for sure.
2: <laughs> okay. So... Just an overview of this episode. We're first gonna talk about the Speak Yourself concert, the last Speak Yourself concerts, just some of their what they said in their mints, especially Nam Junes. Um, and then we'll talk about our overall just thoughts of the Love Yourself concept and what it's taught us, what it's done for us, kind of the biggest takeaways, and then we're going to end with talking about theories or like hints that have been given to us for the next comeback which we think these are hints they might not be hints but it'll be fun to just kind of theorize because there's a lot of theories out there right now yeah <laughs>
1: and really I just I'm just gonna say this I think that's gonna be the majority of this episode because yeah there's a lot there's a there's a lot to talk about yeah. and we're really excited to, to do it that's the
2: biggest chunk of this episode for sure Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so for the last Speak Yourself Concerts in Seoul, they were October 26th, 27th, and 29th. Uh, we just kind of want to give you an overview of what the members said for their final mints, but then we'll also just, like, read Namjoon's because we found that to be the most impactful. Like, he got teary-eyed on us. It was mm-hmm. so, like, my heart breaks. But yeah, overall, overall the members just kind of said that this was just an experience of a lifetime like they're really gonna miss doing the show um just reflecting on like their solo songs and like that might be one of the last times they perform it for a while or ever you know they Mm -hmm. were just talking about their love for army and just how like many happy and fun memories that they've had through like doing this concert all around the world basically like two you know worldwide concerts is what they did during the love yourself concept yeah yeah but it was all really sweet they of course are just so grateful and loving towards ARMY um but they kind of said like we'll see you again we'll come back
1: you know mm-hmm. so this is what Nam Jun said and I'm just gonna read his whole final ment. and like you said it was really impactful for us and it was the last one like this is the last mm-hmm. one of the last concert so yeah He said, let's give a round of applause for BTS and ARMY, who have endured together for two and a half years with the message of loving ourselves. You've endured a lot. If I think about it, it's the last verse of reflection from 2016. I've thought about it ever since this verse. I wish I could love myself. Love myself. What in the world is loving myself? And so I thought, since I don't know either, wouldn't we search for it together? Don't you want to? This is how the journey began, and I wondered whether many people could do it together with us, because it was a plan that would come after HYYH, a huge plan that received lots of good feedback. Now, when I am asked, do you love yourself? I still do not know, but I have a feeling that I will be able to. And so with... And so while this concept of love yourself, speak yourself ends here, our journeys of continuously searching for the way and the path to loving ourselves doesn't end here. So moving forward, I would like it if we could continue to hold hands and be together as we learn to love ourselves, all right? Once this love-yourself era of many hours and many happenings ends, I would like it if Kim Nam-Joon could be Kim Nam-Joon, if BTS could be BTS, and if each and every name's someone, Kim, Park, Lee, could be yourselves too, under the name of ARMY. Please know this. Thanks to all of you, I've been able to live up to this point. Believe me. And then he began to tear up.
2: This he starts said, to tear up, yeah.
1: Yeah, and he said, moving forward, I hope that even just one of our words, just one of our lyrics, could be a help for you to love yourselves. Moving forward, no matter what appearance we come back with, let's be together. I think I'll be sad or disappointed that I can't do this twenty eighteen love yourself, speak yourself to her anymore in the future. It would be good if there was a better word than love, but I really, truly, I love you. Please know that and that was the end
2: ah it's so heartfelt i can't believe that it's that two and a half years that bts has been delivering this message of loving ourselves Mm -hmm. two and a half years that's so long so to be wrapping it all up the last two and a half years at this concert with this ending meant i can't uh, i mean no wonder June got emotional about it
1: yeah like it's mm-hmm. such a final moment to such a big thing you know mm-hmm. and so much time so many mm-hmm. different experiences like he talked about and it's all mm-hmm. culminating at this like this last time that he's talking to army on the on the whole tour mm-hmm. um it's just beautiful yeah. and it's definitely a good way to wrap it up from bts yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. And just thinking about Namjoon, I'm sure he's thought and reflected a lot. I'm sure all the BTS members have, but really Namjoon, I'm sure, has reflected on these past two and a half years. And it's not just the Love Yourself concept and like the tours and everything. There's just a lot that's happened in the last two years. They have Mm -hmm. accomplished so much. They've grown and done more than I think they ever imagined when they first really started. You know, they've come just even farther than, you know, just I think all of us are kind of blown away with their success. Yeah, completely. So some of the things that, you know, have happened over the last two years has included speaking at the United Nations to me and I think to them too. That is just one of the their largest accomplishments. What a yeah. honor to be able to speak at the United Nations. Like mm-hmm. not many people do that. And it was because of their... You know love yourself speak yourself campaign um they also sold out two world tours which is insane and then they also got invited to attend the grammys and they were nominated for a grammy yeah a fucking
1: grammy yeah yeah incredible just Mm -hmm. they've done so much that we Mm -hmm. just we could not have even fathomed that this is Mm -hmm. where they would be at the end of this Mm -hmm. um we do want to talk about what has this concept done for us or what has this concept really taught us? Like for you, Mm -hmm. I want to know what would be like your biggest takeaway from this whole concept or from this whole, this whole tour
2: for the whole love yourself concept. Yeah. I mean, truthfully, I think it's the music that has just inspired me. I think about, love yourself her I think about love yourself tear and answer Mm -hmm. just that that transition from her into tear into answer um especially the song love yourself answer that's what I really what I go to when I think of this concept Mm -hmm. um I feel relief and you know I just feel like even on days where I feel I can't love myself like it's still okay you know that it doesn't have to be something that you you accept and you know and love yourself every single day. you know it's that it's still an ongoing process and that it's gonna take it can take a lifetime to really truly fully love yourself
1: mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, literally, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like mm-hmm. when I was thinking about for me, the biggest thing that I always remember and go back to is I think about the lyrics from these Mm -hmm. amazing songs. And I think about what they meant to me when we were Mm -hmm. doing, like going through it, doing album reviews and just like examining them that way and really feeling how they were feeling. And then how amazing the music like blended with these lyrics and like Mm
0: -hmm. how, you
1: know, just how deep everything was and how, Mm -hmm. yeah how amazing how great the music is just like you said um my biggest takeaway was really like from from those lyrics that we don't have to have it all figured out we also Mm -hmm. don't have to make it to a certain point in our lives Mm -hmm. like a certain level of accomplishment in our lives to allow ourselves to love ourselves uh we Mm -hmm. can we could do it now um but it's also okay that you don't know how to, or if you don't know how to, or if you do sometimes and then other times you don't. Like it's just,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: But you Some can days find your,
2: easier than others. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but it's kind of just like about finding your way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
2: definitely. I'm sad that it's coming to an end, but it makes me so excited for what's to come. I know. Uh, because I do think that the love yourself concept was just so great for for armies all around the world it's such a motivating um kind of comforting concept yeah but this new this you know with the upcoming comebacks and with map of the soul i'm very interested to look into like identity and you know it's not just about loving yourself but like knowing yourself and really uh just looking at you know your traits and your personality and those parts that maybe you Aren't too aren't too forward that are bigger question marks like that darker side of yourself. So so excited the for it. Is parts of yourself <laughs> that you
1: that yeah that you don't like yeah. or? And yeah. I love
2: this like psychological, you know, perspective that they're approaching it. You know how they're mm-hmm. approaching the music that's coming up. So thank yeah. you, Nam June. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> we like, like haven't even gotten Namjoon. into that <laughs> or
1: explained it at all yet. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, on that note, let's go ahead and get into the theories for the next comeback because mm-hmm. this has been so fun to research and it's been, you know, just theories are fun in general. Half of them yeah. or more of them won't mean anything, you know, or mean something completely different than we expected. But, <laughs> you know, this is a part of the fandom to to theorize what's to come and definitely Big Hit and BTS like to drop little hints for us and and Mm -hmm. make it fun it's a little puzzle piece that we like to put together
1: yeah and i have to say even though every time we do a theories episode anything stuff happens and it's actually like all wrong but yeah (laughs) i have to say that i my confidence level of these theories are is pretty high because is it
2: really you were so sketched during research and you were kind of you were kind of bumming me out I was like oh my god is Kayla's no, like, not as immersed in it as I am
1: this is my confidence level is high because when we are researching I'm really hypercritical and yeah. I want to make sure that if we're gonna talk about it like because mm-hmm. we've been burned so many times I don't want to be so <laughs> wrong you know yeah, but so many of yeah. these theories are really perpetuated on so many different social media platforms right now and a lot of them are mm-hmm. really well explained and make a lot of sense yeah. 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 yeah.
2: okay so let's go ahead and start with the theories about the possible date for comeback so it's been theorized that january 24th 2020 will be the date of their comeback, their next comeback. And this one, I think I might agree with this one. It seems, it seems right. So yeah. during Jungi's <laughs> Seesaw performance um, at their their last concerts in Seoul for the Speak Yourself Tour, in the background, there was a number 24 that was like on a sign in the background. So that's the first and kind of really only place we see 24, But in the ARMY's posters at the concert, at the bottom of the poster, it said 01, 2020. So January, 2020. And we're seeing this number 24. And of course, ARMY put two and two together. They're like January 24th, 2020. Mm -hmm. That's when they're coming back. They're totally telling us when they're coming back. In these really subtle hints that they're giving us, of course. Um, but something that's really exciting about this date is that the Grammys are January twenty-sixth.
1: Yes. So two days later. Yeah.
2: And so that's got armies talking for sure. Mm-hmm. Cause now we think that they might be at the Grammys, they could potentially perform at the Grammys. I've seen like controversy on that whether or not they actually could, but It's exciting to think about.
1: (laughs) It is exciting to think about. And it like that, the fact that it's this possible comeback date is so close to the Grammys is I think why we think it's so plausible because there was Mm. like a lot of things out in like the world that made people think that they were coming back in October or, Mm -hmm. you know, before the end of this year. And for them to come back and it's been such a long time, since there's been a comeback, mm-hmm. um, it kind of makes sense that it would be then. So that way they could yeah. attend the Grammys right after dropping an album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So speaking of the album, let's talk about what we think um, possible titles titles of the album could be. So, really, the only ideas we have are shadow or ego. And I personally am leaning more towards Shadow being the next one. Mm-hmm.
2: Me too. And I think a lot of people are kind of thinking Shadow is going to be the next mm-hmm. one because of some of the other theories that we'll get to later on. But mostly when you watch uh, Namjoon's intro, the chalkboard behind him says Persona shadow ego so we already got persona Mm -hmm. and shadow follows right after so some might think just you know going in that order that's the order that they're gonna come out but we don't know Mm
1: -hmm. we don't know but really like this is another one of those examples where this could be nothing or it could that Mm -hmm. it could be them literally spelling out the entire you know three albums in the era right there Mm -hmm. in the first intro so it could be Mm -hmm. um it could be we think that some possible track names might be something like with dream uh just because that's one of the words also written on the chalkboard and it's kind of a theme Mm -hmm. that comes up later um so that just might be a possibility
2: Yeah, but we really don't know. That Mm. one, we're like, "Mm, not sure. But there's a a solid... There's, you know, some stuff out there that would assure us that Shadow is probably the one that's coming out next. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so getting into more theories and hints to the next comeback, we have to talk about the new VCRs that they did at the Speak Yourself concerts in Seoul. So really, these Speak Yourself concerts in Seoul hinted at a lot at least what we mm-hmm. think hinted at a lot so it is kind of unexpected that they had entirely new vcrs for just these last three concerts and when you watch them you can't help but to think that there's these common themes within all of them why is this happening you know very particular things that were like oh, holy shit hryh yeah. you there yeah, this is something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something for sure so we'll go ahead and start with J-Hope and Jungkook's VCR. So the setting, Hobie, he's riding a bike around downtown, and he comes to a building that has a bench in front of it. And Jungkook is in this very tan bedroom. That's all I can describe it as. It's just like, you know, all of it's very simplistic, simple mm-hmm. so that you understand, but nothing too too drastic. So it's this like tan Bedroom, And he looks just absolutely gorgeous and aesthetic inside of it. But there's this large window um, that's inside the bedroom. So some of the things that happen between them, some interactions and some theories, they both look like they're waiting for something or someone. So like Hobie goes to the door of this building and he kind of knocks on it, listens to see if anyone's inside. Mm -hmm. He keeps shifting positions. He doodles like on the ground. He plays with the pedals on his bike. He just looks like he's waiting. And Jungkook also looks like he's waiting. He writes and journals and reads a little bit out of his journal. He yawns and kind of naps like he's just waiting. Mm -hmm. They both seem kind of like bored almost. Like they don't know what to do. But then later on, Jungkook turns on the lamp inside his bedroom, like this night lamp. He turns it on and off, and then it goes to Hoseok, and you can see the street lamp turning on and off next to him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. So there's like a connection, and Jungkook yeah. is smiling. Like he knows that he's doing this to Hoseok. He's like playing with And they're with looking him. at it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, it's so cute. Um, some other kind of themes that go on, they – Both play with shadows on the wall, and they make these, I don't know, like birds or butterflies or wings with their hands Mm -hmm. uh, to make these shadows on the wall. So some people think it's referencing to Shadow, the possible next album. Some people think it's referring back to Wings era, era, like the Sparrowhawk. We really don't know, but those are both plausible. Uh, Jungkook also has this wristwatch, and he takes it out. He puts it under his blanket, and he kind of covers the blanket up. You know, he just presses it down firmly, and then Hobi goes in and reaches in his pant pocket and pulls out a watch. And so, I don't know if it's like Seems
0: time travel. <laughs> if they yeah. can
2: just like, I don't know what's going on, but. You know, that kind of interaction is just interesting. And, of course, it's made a lot of armies question what's going on, you know. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, Jungkook takes a piece of paper out of his journal. And there's also this light that, like, pans over them. So it's, like, almost like they went back in time. I don't really know. But he takes out this piece of paper. He makes a paper airplane. He throws it. And then the paper airplane flies to Hobi. Uh, Some people think that this reference all the way back to spring day when Hobie's like sitting on top of the train playing with Mm -hmm. a paper airplane. We don't know, but there's a lot of shit going on in these VCRs.
1: like a lot it's interesting like the hand like the shadow that could be wings like if that's referencing Mm -hmm. back to the wings era and then this Mm -hmm. paper airplane referencing back to spring day like that's just it's Mm -hmm. just so interesting to think that these theories may not be pointing us what to what's ahead but they may just Mm -hmm. kind of be like reflecting on what was in the past
2: at the same time that's very true yeah
1: yeah Mm -hmm. so for namjoon and jimin's vcr uh for the setting they're both in an apartment but namjoon his apartment is very clean and bare and white there's a tree growing next to a wall and some of the ceiling is like opened up to give it light and Mm -hmm. there's kind of like sand and little bushes kind of all around the tree um Mm -hmm. jimin in his apartment, his apartment looks abandoned as if someone had once had a life there, but they're no longer there. Um, the apartment is very, to me, very reminiscent of the one that we saw in Serendipity when he's like oh, sitting yes. on the couch and in front of the mm-hmm. window. Um, mm-hmm. But it's more so as if it has aged at this point. Um, mm-hmm. So both in a like two point in time. S- different point in time, right. It's like mm-hmm. two different- settings but they're similar um Mm -hmm. so some things of importance or theories whatever so jimin sees a clock on the wall that's set to 432 and Mm -hmm. then namjoon picks up an hourglass that's full of sand so this makes me think like this next album is gonna have like theories of like time travel and sand yeah. and you know like like the seeds of time sure. or, yeah like t- mm-hmm. like definitely um and then Jimin seems to be like reflecting over what was before and he's like about to leap into the next thing and Namjoon mm-hmm. seems like he's watching him like waiting to see yeah. what he'll do next mm-hmm. and it seems almost as if namjoon is affecting jimin in some way just like jungkook kind of affected hosok um
0: Mm -hmm.
1: as if namjoon is like studying him there's been talk about namjoon representing some sort of godlike figure in this way yeah Uh, it really
2: does look like namjoon is affecting jimin or namjoon is giving jimin the
1: capability to dance and to you know be happy yeah yeah it's like yes, so he's like staring into this small crystal ball that he's holding, and when he holds it up to the light to look through it, uh, some light shines onto Jimin's face, like in a mm-hmm. even like in a kind of curved shape, um, yeah. and then there's also. Uh, a little clip where namjoon's hands are forming the shape of wings or like the bird or the butterfly um and at the same time jimin breaks out into a contemporary dance that like really conveys feelings of breaking free and release and moving on which totally Mm -hmm. goes along with the idea of like wings or like a bird um Mm -hmm. like and yeah i mean kind of like you said like giving him happiness like dancing like the dancing does mm-hmm. not look like he's like struggling like it's not like
0: yeah. the
1: tormented dance that we saw from like hosok in um boy meets evil boy meets evil <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah it's not like it's not like what we saw in boy meets evil but it's just mm. it's freeing a little bit it's beautiful
2: mm-hmm. um yeah it is
1: and then the last thing that, to me, really made me feel like maybe Namjoon is in this, like, con- really controlling position over, like, affecting Jimin, he mm-hmm. moves his hand and his arm as if he's going to, like, spin a globe like towards Mm -hmm. the camera from the camera's point of view as if the camera were a globe but when this Mm -hmm. happens it cuts to jimin like spinning and stumbling out of the room that he's dancing in and then Mm -hmm. he like regroups himself and goes back into the room and continues his dance and i just thought like yeah the it's it's clearly showing a connection between like both of them so
2: it's like Jimin's world is in Namjoon's hands it's interesting oh my god
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah.
2: it's very interesting and it's so pleasing to watch and I remember that like little crystal ball whenever Namjoon looks through it and then you see just that beautiful shot of Jimin I'm like imagine if that's what he actually fucking saw when he looked through it like Jimin (laughs) just looked so stunning and beautiful right I, was, I think I said that to you. I was like, oh, fucking imagine seeing that. <laughs> uh, okay. So the next VCR is Young's And holy crap, guys. So the <laughs> setting, it's in this like empty concrete room. There's small puddles of water on the floor. Uh, and then there's this single hanging light bulb. From the ceiling, and it's just a single light bulb on a string hanging down. And you can kind of hear this like echoing of, of voices or singing. It's very haunting, it's very chilling. The room kind of gives off like the same feels of some of the rooms that you see in Singularity, some of that like dark room, uh, and fake love that Tae looks like he's captured in, mm-hmm. which just goes to show like how much thought they put into all these concepts if these things are connected or correlated but yeah super like creepy chilling kind of vibes so some say that the empty room that Young is trapped in that it's kind of foreshadowing shadow and this being unable to escape or feeling trapped same kind of feel of like the fake love room that we see Mm -hmm. but the the things that happen in this there's so many theories there's so much like shit that goes on it's just crazy i love it (laughs) but (laughs) so Young, that light bulb that is hanging he's kind of looking at it and he just grabs it and then pushes it out away from him and so it swings back and forth it's just such a aesthetic shot too how it's like lighting up his face as it goes by but it maybe could symbolize the pendulum of a grandfather clock because time seems to be such a prominent theme within all these VCRs. Mm-hmm. Definitely something that my mind went to when I watched it. Um, something I also noticed that I just want to mention because I didn't see many theories on it, but before Young goes to touch the light bulb, he like whispers something or he says something. He mouths something with his mouth um but he goes out he reaches for the light bulb and taps it with a single finger and the light bulb just explodes and like ignites on fire and the whole thing from here just gets kind of trippy there's like lights flickering all around him he's like moving he looks like he's being possessed or tortured he starts running like different directions like he's trying to escape or get away from something and then after that whole little like flashing light section there's this red light that floods the whole room this bright red light and young, as this like red light starts to kind of fade away you see him standing in front of this open lit doorway mm-hmm. like it's an exit or something so it's like he was just being like tortured now there's this exit but before that there was all this red mm-hmm. so like Later on, we're going to get really into this red theory because there's a lot on it. I think this red lighting was not a mistake. No, I (laughs) Um, don't think so either. Yeah. Like it wasn't just accidental. Like they put it there for a reason. So and then going back to time travel again, after that shot kind of shows, you see a time lapse of that shattering light bulb going back into its form. And we find Young on the floor, like, sitting on the ground, where he was at the beginning of the video. So, time travel? I don't know. I'm so done with time travel. I really hope it's not a thing again, but it seems like it. But (laughs) it's just like,
1: I mean, it has to be, right? Like, doesn't it really seem like it is? Um, So, Jin and Yoongi, their VCR, uh, the setting... Has some techno music playing in the background. Like when we first watched this, we were like, whoa, like this music is super trippy um Mm -hmm. and it looks like the whole shot is bizarre
2: the whole vcr is bizarre
1: yeah (laughs) totally um it looks like they're floating in the sky and then there are several clocks floating around them um Mm -hmm. so i mean there's like some techno music theories out there we're like what the fuck is with the sky like why are they why are those two floating around in in the the sky sky? and then Mm -hmm. we're wondering time again like literally mm-hmm. clocks floating around them so yeah. yeah and
2: there's really not much that happens during the video there is a shot where Jen like reaches out towards us towards the camera And he's going it looks like it's in slow motion and he doesn't say anything. But his expression to me and like the reaching hand looks like don't go or like don't do whatever. But like he looks like he's frozen and can't like do anything about it. Um, And then Yoongi also reaches out to his side right after Jin does that. But it's not towards the camera. And he also, like, smiles a little when he does it. So I'm like, I don't know what that means. Do
1: you not know feel about it.
2: <laughs> at the very end, this is just, I'm just mentioning this. The sky fades <laughs> away. And we think that they're, like, floating and shit. But then we just see Yugi standing in this room. And he, like, coolly walks off screen. he just <laughs> walks away. And that's the end of it.
1: <laughs> Which is just, like, I mean, it's a—it's the best way to end it. Yeah. yeah. So we're also going to talk about some theories related to outfit changes uh, that happened during the individual performances at the last Mm -hmm. Speak Yourself concerts. Um, These could be clues to the next concept, but we're fully aware that some of them could just be special costume changes for the last concert. Yeah, yeah. So for serendipity... Jimin had an all black outfit and then he had like silver hair and really glittery makeup. He even had Mm -hmm. like two, um, like sparkly rhinestones underneath his eye in the middle. And that was just like my favorite part because when he looked up at the camera, like his eyes sparkled so much. It was, I mean, Mm -hmm. just beautiful, ethereal, amazing. That silver hair, I love it. Yeah, the best. Uh, Also, people could not stop talking about Yoongi wearing that yellow sweater that was hanging off of his shoulder. Um, Mm -hmm. We're not sure (laughs) if it's connected to anything, except that he was also wearing a yellow sweater in the VCR. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, so no idea if that means anything, but maybe. Yeah. Uh, Singularity... Young is wearing a black feathered coat. And so this had a lot of people talking that this is either referencing back to wings, like blood, sweat, and tears. Is this like the fallen angel, the sparrowhawk, Or is it just, you know, maybe symbolizing what's to come with shadow potentially? There's just so mm-hmm. many, many things we don't know, but there's a possibility. I loved that coat on him. He looked stunning yeah uh namjoon for love he wore like a white t-shirt with some blue jeans and a duster length jean jacket again we don't really know this could maybe hint at you know some of the the fashion that's to come in the future but not too sure but he looked great Mm -hmm. Uh, and then euphoria same thing with with jungkook we don't really know but his outfit change he used to have, like, a pink jacket during Euphoria. But during the performances in Seoul, he wore an all-white outfit.
1: mm mm-hmm. Um. And I just wanted... I know that we moved past Young, but I think it would be so interesting if... Uh, you know how in Wings, people thought from Blood, Sweat & Tears, like, if it's the good versus the evil, there was that whole theory about Young like, representing mm-hmm. the devil and it'd be mm-hmm. interesting like if in this yeah in sin it'd be interesting if then in this era he's like representing like the dark side the, the unconscious the shadow
2: ah yes i love that i love that, <laughs> I, that theory is so
1: cool um okay.
2: i say yes <laughs> <laughs> yes to that one Maybe yes, hit. if you haven't done it already do that
1: uh so for epiphany jen oh my god, we just I need a breather before talking about this yeah. because his full black hair was quaffed back to expose his entire forehead and the entire forehead.
2: Like oh, you said the entire. Back.
1: <laughs> and like, I mean he just like his hair was so beautiful and mm-hmm. his face stunning and the full fucking forehead amazing he was also we linked we linked his performance in the
2: google doc because we were just we both watched it together like for research of course
1: like all we needed
2: to know was his outfit but we watched the entire
1: performance of epiphany i mean it was just it's you know it's it's topped the awake sydney performance it was just oh, for truly sure. so incredible that forehead yeah yeah he was wearing a white suit jacket and he was standing in a rain box that was just like pouring mm-hmm. rain around him and that of course added such a beautiful special effect of that rain that is so tied with the song epiphany mm-hmm. um yeah. just it was an incredible performance Mm -hmm. it was for sure so then hobie for just dance he had an outfit change he was wearing a red suit which i know that for some of these outfit changes we've been like oh like maybe that doesn't really mean anything but for this one we're really like we think so we think so this red suit Mm -hmm. yeah it goes along with the uh like the shirts and the jackets and the random articles of clothing that bts has been wearing that say i am red on them or Mm -hmm. i'm red with love on them uh and then Mm -hmm. hobi during the last concert is wearing this red suit so now there's this whole Mm -hmm. red theory about their Mm -hmm. next comeback
2: yeah so we're gonna get into the red theory because there are multiple places and multiple references to red
1: Mm -hmm. so um we have a couple threads on twitter that we found that mention this red theory uh so if you you know are on our patreon you can find those links one of them is by uh at taste Smug and it just kind of shows a couple different pictures of bts wearing i'm red with love on their articles of clothing and then it also shows a screenshot from a Weverse comment that of course hobie posted where he said i'm your red with a big red heart mm-hmm. and red in all caps um and then people yeah. started relating this to him wearing that red suit um Mm-hmm. the other th- uh thread was from at my mini hope and this kind of relates hobie posting the i am red uh and Jin's red notebook that he had in the love yourself highlight reels um, yeah. and possibly in epiphany i don't remember if that notebook was red or not
2: and is it and a notebook check.
1: or is it a book i don't or is know it a, like, or is it a fucking it, book because an actual
2: book <laughs> because if
1: this is the book in this thread people related the red and the red book to the red book which is a book by carl young which we know mm-hmm. of course is the person who wrote um or the person who whose teachings compiled map of the soul persona by murray stein um so mm-hmm. this would be a continuation of the theme of using philosophical yeah. ideas from young yeah. in this it's concept
2: youngian they're all youngian theories the young. persona shadow ego it, it's all him so when we found out that there is a book called the, red, the book red book that is written by carl Jung, and we're seeing all this like red here red there i am you know i'm red and i am red with love like all of that uh, especially hobies i'm your red mm-hmm. and red is like all in caps when he put it on weavers and he put a red heart uh yeah the red yeah. suit the freaking red that just floods Young's freaking vcr
1: completely I takes it over for
2: sure yeah so Let's go ahead and talk a little bit about what the book's about and what's it's written. Um, so just to give you a description, we're going to use this description from Amazon because we found it to be really a great summary of what it's about. So the red book, the most influential unpublished work in the history of psychology. Carl Jung embarked on an extended self-exploration. He called his confrontation with the unconscious. The Heart of It Was the Red Book, a large illuminated volume he created between 1914 and 1930. Here he developed his principal theories of the archetypes, the collective unconscious, and the process of individuation that transformed psychotherapy from a practice concerned with treatment of the sick into a means of higher development of the personality While Young considered the Red Book to be his most important work, only a handful of people have ever seen it. Now in a complete facsimile and translation, it is available to scholars and the general public. It is an astonishing example of calligraphy and art on the part of the Book of Kells and the Illuminated Manuscripts of William Blake. This publication of the Red Book is a watershed that will cast new light on the making of modern psychology. So, long story short, there's a lot of theories and themes inside this red book that we think a lot of these themes are going to be put into shadow and mm. ego etc so i think that this theory is spot on yeah that the red book definitely has either inspired June or bts members or they just have you know gotten some lyrics or inspiration from it So I'm excited to see what's to come.
1: (laughs) What I think like the big standout from that is is how influential the Red Book is in psychology and how it Mm -hmm. allowed people to start thinking about how do I better myself with... How do I better my personality within my life instead of just using psychology to treat illness? Um, Yeah. I I mean, I think that's so cool. So for them to be diving into this is i mean it's it makes sense Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah um throughout research i did actually find um a pdf english translation of the red book uh that we have linked in the document so if you want to check that out you can um Mm -hmm. we also want to talk about some more themes of the red book and more information about the red book so we did get Um, this information from another page Uh, this is from the young page it's reflections on psychology culture and life Uh, this was written by matthew v spano so he just had some really interesting things to say about the red book that we wanted to give you guys Mm -hmm. a little bit more info Mm -hmm. Uh, so he says throughout the red book young continuously expounds on the importance of the process of individuation And in just about every instance, immediately follows up with a warning. He implores readers again and again not to mimic him, not to follow blindly the journey uh, he is undergoing in his own confrontation with the unconscious. The whole point of individuation, he emphasizes, is for one to follow one's own path. Uh, So this was really striking to me because I feel... Uh, as though in lyrics and in, uh, speeches like Namjoon has done in the past two and a half years, I feel like it's kind of been preparing us for this kind of process. They've definitely said things to that effect of, you know, don't just follow us blindly. Uh, you have to find, you know, even with love yourself answer, you have to find your own path to loving yourself, um, them saying that they don't have all the answers Mm -hmm. so i just think that this idea that the red book brings to the table definitely goes along with concepts that are in line with bts and would make sense as what they've done in the past
2: yes definitely especially individuation yeah i agree Mm -hmm. completely i love that he just is emphasizing that you can't follow someone else's footsteps. You can't follow behind them. You know, you have to, it has to be a journey that you go on on your own and that it's going to be different from someone else's. You mm-hmm. know. There's no cookie cutter format to go about right. it. There's no equation. Yeah. So uh, in this article, um, they go on to say, Young's own path begins with a feeling of being possessed by what he calls The spirit of the depths, the unconscious, as distinct from the spirit of the times. Holy shit, times! I hate that. Fuck. I didn't even notice that till just now as I'm reading it. Fuck. But the spirit of the times is defined as the daily waking consciousness and routine, which is probably what Hobie and Jungkook's. VCR is representing. Maybe it's representing the spirit of the times, the consciousness. Fuck, it totally is. is The spirit of the depths. Oh Oh my god! God.
1: Oh my god! Oh shit! This is why I love
2: theories. it's just fun because
1: this happens every time. Like this is live (laughs) realization on the podcast, not thought of before recording. That's that's awesome.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But the assumption is that we live on the surface of our lives, unaware of the deeper impulses that have a major influence on so much in our daily lives, drawing parallels to the Old Testament prophets whom he quotes to open up the Red Book. Young feels similarly overwhelmed by a flood of visions and feels similarly compelled to record these as well as his understanding for them, for his readers." Still, with the continual reminders not to follow his path blindly, Young stresses that he's only like a prophet in these limited senses and that he is not himself a prophet, hero, or messiah figure. Indeed, imitation of such figures is questioned and undermined throughout the Red Book. So the reason we kind of bring this up is that there have been some references lately or theories revolving like, Christianity or just religion in general. So I find it interesting that the Red Book opens up with a a quote from the Old Testament.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just,
2: you know, it's something that's kind of, you know, that comes up. And BTS has been known to kind of like reference to some things like this, especially like good and evil. Mm-hmm. They really kind of hit it. They touched on it a little bit in the Wings era. So it might potentially come back. Um, but yeah it's really just that whole the the shadow the conscious the unconscious finding discovering the shadow and discovering the unconscious
1: yeah I also think just like the idea of not imitating figures that you want to follow is so Mm -hmm. interesting and such an interesting take for BTS like this globally known and like most popular group for them to say like don't imitate us don't follow us you know like you have to find your own way um Mm -hmm. it's exciting yeah
2: yeah Yeah, definitely
1: so we also have linked a list of major themes found in the red book and we're just going to kind of talk through there's a couple of them that really stick out to us with uh within the realm of things we've already talked about uh one of them of the major themes in the red book is dreams so that makes us Mm -hmm. think like that's a possibility of a of a title track title track yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh,
2: individuation of course we really think that's going to be a big central part to uh, the learning process with this next mm-hmm. concept for BTS is finding yourself and your personality and finding the shadow, the darker side of yourself, which is
1: also another theme is shadow um yeah i think there's gonna be like a real dark and light contrast on the next album of like finding like mm -hmm. connecting with the shadow of yourself connecting with those parts of yourself that you don't know yet so you can bring them to Mm -hmm. consciousness so that way you can like work on them and that's kind Mm of um from what we can tell so far a big idea of of the red book yeah. um there's um there's obviously things mentioned like ego like the animus other things that could possibly be the next mm-hmm. album um yeah. they talk about language and religion and epistemology which i think is interesting that's a study of uh the bible which um Mm -hmm. there's already you know like been we're about to talk about like uh christian themes linked maybe possibly to like Mm -hmm. this next concept yeah
2: yeah but one of the things i'm most excited for is the shadow and the unconscious Mm -hmm. it's you know we're definitely going to be getting into that and that is I think a, a major theme that's going to be with the next album. I oh, really sure. hope because I'm like, is this going to be like, uh, it's not going to be like tear obviously, but tear was so fucking good, you know? And you know, that darker undertone, yeah. I'm kind of hoping for it. That unconscious. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Come, I'm, on, um, I'm on board. Yeah.
2: So just kind of like an overview of some of the themes and visuals that we kind of deduced from the vcrs as possible hints so so far we found time butterfly wings red the subconscious unconscious shadow dark side whatever you want to call it individuation finding oneself through the exploration of their own path um, and then further exploration into the maps of our souls which i think map of the soul is just such a general way to say like There's so many things to it. We really Mm -hmm. have to map it out, like the shadow and ego being part of it, Mm -hmm. persona, animus, you know, all of it.
1: (laughs) It's really like the way that you fill out a map is by exploring, and it's really like what these Mm -hmm. concepts are doing, are exploring these topics and making us think about these things and reflect upon these things in our own lives Mm -hmm. and with ourselves.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So... One of the biggest things that I feel like this whole episode has been building up to is this theory about
2: 4.32. Mm-hmm. We didn't forget about it. <laughs>
1: we did not forget about it. All of the clocks and the new VCRs in all of them, the time is set to 4.32. So... People obviously picked up on this and people Mm -hmm. Googled 432, and now there's this whole theory around the 432 hertz frequency. So It's said that this frequency is the natural frequency of the universe and that it has cosmic healing powers to attract masses of audience to music. Uh, It's said that just by tuning music less than a semitone below the standard of 440 hertz, we are promised direct access to the universe's hidden treasures, uh, which sounds like a bunch of shit to me. But yeah. you know, like they they people make like four hundred and thirty-two hertz music. And I even found mm-hmm. some BTS songs that people had turned into four hundred and thirty two hertz. Um mm-hmm. so they were kind of calming. People meditate to just like ambient music at this. Yeah. Um, like, and I'm not trying to like it's shit on calming. it. It's calming. It's calming. That's all I can
2: say. You know, it's very calming. It's pleasing to listen to. You, you're you not, your emotion seems to not be drawn one way or the other. It's just kind of, it doesn't, it affects you in no other way that you can just be. You know, that's how I feel. That sounds so stupid, but you know, like it's it's just being, you know, it's, you can listen to music and feel happy. You can listen to music and feel sad. This is just kind of indifferent. You know, some people think it's just like the natural sound of the universe or the sound of nature.
1: Oh, I mean, mm -hmm. I love that. I don't think that explanation is stupid. It makes so much sense to me because when I was Mm -hmm. listening to it, just to kind of get an idea of what it's like and what it feels like. Um, Mm -hmm. I did feel like I could just sit there and zone out to it for a really long time.
2: There's like an equilibrium with a Mm -hmm. kind of settle. Yeah.
1: Um, So this made me wonder, and I'm sure made others wonder, are they making a song at this frequency? Which i think would be really fucking cool um, or the whole album or the That'd be oh interesting. my god that would be crazy just sit
2: out the whole damn time <laughs> from um, start to finish
1: yeah i want to share a tweet that i just thought was funny and kind of went along with this and that i thought you would love from ardista mm-hmm. on twitter and she said i believe at least one member in this group is woke as fuck and channels messages <laughs> I thought they're already. I thought they already made a four thirty two hertz. Uh, considering the effect that their song has, especially Epiphany. Um, she says that she knows these types of frequencies because she meditates. And a famous song with five hundred and twenty eight hertz uh, is Lennon's Imagine. And five hundred and twenty eight mm-hmm. is also one of those like this is a cosmic healing universe meditation number thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I love
2: that tweet. I love <laughs> at least one <laughs> member in this group is woke AF. Like, yeah, yeah.
1: and people were like, "Isn't BTS all of their music already at four hundred and thirty-two hertz because it's like music for healing and you know, yeah. like just oh, kind of yeah. joking about it? they just-
2: music for healing. That's funny, right? Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, another theory for Four thirty-two. I think the biggest theory is the frequency theory. But another one that I kind of liked, and I had to put it in here, that it's a theory for their comeback date. So 432, 4 times 3 times 2 equals 24. So people think January 24th, that's going to be their comeback date. I like this theory because to me... That little tiny 24 that we see during the Seesaw performance, I'm like, really? That's the only hint they put out there? And so I'm like, they had to have snuck it somewhere else, you know? And so I was kind of hoping that, like, the clocks that are all set to 432. You really have to have, you know, some some different kind of thinking to think to multiply the numbers, but... <laughs> <laughs> four times three times two is 24 so that's another theory
1: i like that theory i think that like i think either one of these could be right but not both of them
2: yeah but i think this is yeah the 432 the time set for all the clocks i really don't know what that means i feel like both of these could be just total bullshit
1: yeah (laughs) either one of them's right or neither of them's right neither yeah both of them are not um (laughs) so uh crown of thorns yeah
2: Yeah, crown of thorns is the last theory that we have for you guys this one just randomly blew up the other day after we had done research. I was like, shit, what the hell is this new theory that's going around about crown of thorns? So there were pictures posted by Qantas to the next level on Instagram. It was on their page and story. So they were of two custom crowns of thorns, a thorn bracelet and a thorn ring. And so I think they ended up removing it from their page or something. We're not too sure because we tried to go back and we couldn't find it, but we saw, like, screenshots of it on Twitter. Yeah. But we don't know. So assuming that BTS has bought jewelry from them before, uh, we think that, you know, like, Yoongi's lion necklace and Hoseok's bubble letter J necklace, uh, they were displayed in recent posts. So we think, like, there's a strong possibility that they could have made these crowns of thorns and a thorn bracelet and a thorn ring Mm -hmm. custom made for bts so they're thinking it could be you know hints to the next era Mm -hmm. to the next comeback or someone said or they're gonna perform like a really rad version of dionysus (laughs) yeah um but but,
1: the the problem with the dionysus theory that like oh at a end of the year like uh award show they're going to perform dionysus with these like crown thorns um they dionysus had like a vine a a crown made out of vines is what people were like Mm -hmm. saying so i don't know if that one pans out as much but what's Mm -hmm. what's compelling about this is that yes the posts were deleted off of instagram like we went to look um and they weren't there uh but obviously not before some of us got screenshots um so basically like our theory with the situation is that just thinking oh whenever i make jewelry for bts i always post it you know just to be like look i made this mm-hmm. for bts uh and not knowing that it would be some sort of spoiler they just posted pictures and posted on their story about it and then as soon mm-hmm. as they saw it, big hit made them take it down.
2: Take it down. Yeah. Because it was spoiling. Because it
1: was spoiling. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this of course, this Crown of Thorns relates to kind of the idea of like uh the old testament themes in the Red Book or the idea of like mm-hmm. not following like a uh, like a big like a cult leader type um of mm-hmm. individual and um
2: I wonder if you know if BTS ever feels that way because they have such a large fan base now at this point. I mean, you know, if they're wanting to deliver a message of that too, of like, you know, I'm just like you, you know, you know, to Corey makes jokes and we make jokes that we're in a cult because yeah, <laughs> we follow them, you know
1: yeah that's what i was gonna say like we literally for so long have joked that like there are aspects of at least our experience with being an army that can be very Mm -hmm. cultish and like Mm -hmm. i mean not any of the negative things about like cults that you hear about like not bad stuff not things that like are bad for you or like are harming Mm -hmm. you but like um a big hive mind and that's kind of crazy that there's this like multinational hive mind presence on diff on every social media platform um but also just like you and i our own like personal like almost cult about bts of how into them we got together and like how obsessed we both are about them and like i literally literally have a decoration in my family room that I call the shrine like for <laughs> BTS yes, so yes. Like, mm-hmm. um you know I do think that they pro- they probably like know that some of us th- can think this way about them jokingly or not mm-hmm. but I think it's yeah. important to it's an important message to get out for people um for an audience just to mm-hmm. s- like say like to find that what i think is going to be such a big theme that individuation
2: yeah yeah Yeah, definitely makes it and it wouldn't be um out of the norm for bts to do something like this too i just now thought of like eminem and uh his song stan that whole that whole song like that's the same kind of message too
0: Mm -hmm.
2: yeah so interesting i am very excited for comeback we will see if it actually happens on january 24th i hope if that is not the date that they come back sooner than that yes (laughs) (laughs) if it's later oh my gosh i'm gonna struggle but i have a feeling that that is yeah yeah I wrong. think that's when they're coming back. And I'm very excited. I'm really hoping that Shadow is their next album. And definitely some of the themes that we talked about today I think will come up in their music in the future.
1: Yeah, I think so too. If we're wrong about the date, I don't care. I hope they come back earlier than, than that possible <laughs> date. But like on everything else, yeah. I feel like all of these are pretty solid theories that like I'm really excited so for. I'm really... I really feel like they will be influenced by the red book. I think it just makes sense. The last album was influenced by works and teachings of Carl Jung. It makes sense that further exploring that he would pull from the same philosopher.
2: Yes. And inspired by a book, um, map of a soul. Yeah. So, you know, to, for the next album to be, what if it's, um, red, or something Mm -hmm. i don't know is it gonna they're gonna keep going with map of the soul are they gonna say map of the soul shadow map of the soul shadow so ego yeah i didn't know if maybe they changed the star (laughs) to like red
1: i don't know i don't know that Um, might be too far yeah i think that it would be map of the soul shadow that's my guess for what the next Mm -hmm. thing is gonna be i
2: wonder if Um, the title track could be then you know, I am red with love or red with love or something like Maybe. that.
1: I w- mm-hmm. Oh my God, because I was trying to think of something that was kind of like boy with love, but that wasn't boy with love. But I was like, would they do that? Would they have like similarly titled hit tracks? And hit I didn't tracks. know. Yeah. I didn't think that they would be that kitschy. I think that they would have had titles that were more different but i was thinking are a they a bit more originality that, yeah that would make sense too i mean like yeah i'm read possible. with love is yeah possibility yeah um time travel and uh all of it all of butterflies it. wings Butterf- wings <laughs> HMA, they're all back everything <laughs> reread the webtoon like damn yeah. okay yeah so, awesome. yeah, if you liked this episode, if you liked any of our previous episodes, there's a few things you can do to let us know. Uh you can write us a review on iTunes or really wherever you listen. We love reading them. We love seeing when we get new reviews. You guys are so so sweet and uh they just really make our day when we get to read a new mm-hmm. review. Um you can also reach out to us. We love to hear your feedback. Tell us what you think their next concept what are your
2: theories what do you believe
1: (laughs) please tell us uh you can let us know contact us tweet at us or dm us on instagram twitter or facebook and you can also email us and of course find links for all of those things in the description
2: thanks for listening and thanks for standing bts